What up, all you crazy football fans? It is the Man Cave Football Podcast. I am your host, Dan Casper. As always, the NFL Draft is finally here. The excitement. Some normalcy in the sports world, at least. But the draft is here. And I am pumped. I know you are all pumped. Uh, and uh, I'm excited to, to go through my mock draft with, with you all. My first round mock draft and then my annual seven-round Green Bay Packers mock draft but uh again quick thanks to all of you for tuning in uh to the man cave football podcast thanks for subscribing to the man cave football podcast preach appreciate all of you and do do me do me a favor if you don't mind make sure you tell your friends about it uh, uh tell your friends to subscribe it rate the podcast so more of you crazy awesome football fans can find this podcast but if you listen to my morning show uh, i've been teasing it that if you want an early version of my mock drafts this is the place to find it and while well, you have come to the right place to find it so uh you are one of the lucky ones listening right now to get the early version of my mock draft so without further ado let's get at it right let's get at it let's do this mock draft we're going to start off with uh, the first round First round mock draft, 32 picks, and then we'll get into the seven round Green Bay Packers mock draft. Now, I, I know there's been a lot of talk in the media or, uh, that saying that, you know, general managers are saying that, that the media, this is one of the years that they're way off in their mock drafts. So I'm very curious to see how this draft's going to play out. Um, you know, to do. do players, you know, from bigger time programs maybe benefit from not, you know, going on these visits to teams or some colleges not having pro days because I, I you know I'm just kind of throwing some stuff out here with, with this upcoming draft two players from bigger time programs Alabama Ohio State LSU do they benefit uh by not have by not going to these to these teams for visits because well they played up big time programs you know what I'm trying to get at there so I'm curious to follow that obviously curious to follow some some players who have some medical history like Tua does he fall? Does he not fall? Do other players fall? Uh, and just how many trades are there going to be? How many trades are there going to be in this draft knowing that everything is going to be done virtually and by the phone? So uh, I'm just I'm kind of curious with all this. So, But those are the main things I'm going to be watching. Let's get at it right away. With the first pick, Cincinnati Bengals selecting quarterback Joe Burrow. No surprise, right? No big surprise right there. I know early on there was some talk. Ah, could he, could he pull a Peyton or uh, excuse me, an Eli Manning, uh, John Elway? Not want to go to Cincinnati. Not want to go back home. Nah, eh, he's gonna go there. Joe Burrow, Cincinnati. Number two overall. I know Washington's beginning calls about the second uh, overall pick, but as of right now, they still hold it. Washington Redskins select defensive end Chase Young. Lions now on the clock. Lions. Uh, I could see them trading out of this. And I should note that I don't have any trades on this. I did that last year, tried my hand at it. It's so up in the air. So I just, now I'm going to go back to my normal, no trades. But I do think there will be trades. But the Lions, they're going to go corner uh, with this one. Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda is the, is the selection there. Offensive tackle is the next selection for the New York Giants. Jedrick Willis. Jedrick Willis is the uh, selection for the Giants there. Uh, they could go linebacker with with Simmons. I like that pick there too. But if they're committed to Daniel Jones as being their future quarterback, they got to give him some protection. Got to give him some protection. 
Now the Dolphins are on the clock. All season, in the regular season, we kept hearing tank for Tua, tank for Tua. And now all of a sudden we're hearing, well, maybe they're not into Tua. Maybe it's Herbert. So which is it? Is it because the Dolphins are concerned about his injury? I'm not buying it. Dolphins going quarterback, Tua. They're going there. They're gonna. They're gonna get it done. And they. They. And I know you don't make picks because of this, but that would definitely provide some excitement for the Miami Dolphins and that fan base by going with Tua, uh, which means Justin Herbert. I do have going to the Chargers with the next pick. I know there's talk that Anthony Lynn, head coach, loves Tyrod Taylor. Spent some time with him in Buffalo as well. Uh, I do think you know. If there is a full season coming up and they get games, I, I would not be surprised at all at all if Tyrod Taylor is the starter. I mean, I, I think the, the Chargers could be a playoff team with Tyrod Taylor as a starter, but they do have to address that future, and that's Justin Herbert, in my opinion. Number seven is is, is the Panthers, and I'm intrigued with this team coming up this year. Christian McCaffrey, Teddy Bridgewater. Could they go offensive line and protect Teddy Bridgewater? They absolutely could. But they need some defensive help, too. And this is a guy you can put all over the field. Isaiah Sam Simmons, linebacker. Guy that you can play at. So he's spent some time at safety, at linebacker. Simmons is the guy. And then the Cardinals making waves by getting DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. They still got Larry Fitzgerald, number one pick last year, Kyler Murray. You got to get some protection for him. Offensive tackle Tristan Wirfs is the selection there. Provide some protection for your uh, franchise quarterback Kyler Murray. Jaguars in a complete rebuild right now. Just a couple years removed from the AFC Championship game. Um, and man, oh man, that that team. I, I I just I cannot gauge them. Cannot gauge them. But they got a couple picks. Uh, their first one. Uh, this guy's been climbing up the, the, the mock drafts. A lot of rumors that uh, Jacksonville really likes some defensive tackle. Javon Kinlaw is the selection here. Now the Browns. Where are the Browns going to go? Quarterback Baker Mayfield. I'm going to go with the offensive tackle from Louisville, Mekhi Becton, who is a, a guy that scouts apparently really love with his potential. Maybe a little bit raw at this point, but... Really, really, really love his potential. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Becton there. Jets, this is a loaded, loaded, loaded wide receiver draft. Could they get another weapon for Sam Darnold or just get a weapon for Sam Darnold, I should say? Do they get an offensive lineman to help protect Sam Darnold? I think they got to go and get that weapon for Sam Darnold. Wide receiver Jerry Judy. Now I know Judy has been talked about as a guy that's kind of fallen down a little bit on the draft in the mock drafts. Maybe you go Lamb, maybe you go Henry Ruggs the third. I'm gonna go with Jerry Judy on my pick. But this is the start of three wide receivers picked in a row. These are the top three receivers because at the with the Raiders at twelve, I think they go C D Lamb, and then the 49ers at thirteen, Henry Ruggs the third. I think you're going to see a run on three wide receivers right there with the Jets and the Raiders and the 49ers, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs III. And then you get to the Buccaneers, who, well, they've had themselves quite the offseason so far. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski. Do you go defense, maybe secondary, to, to kind of help out that defense that started to play uh, pretty good towards the end of the last season? They've got a nice front seven. 
or do you get some protection uh, for for Tom Brady? I think you got to get that protection. Offensive tackle Andrew Thomas is the selection for me. With the 15th pick, the Denver Broncos continue to build their defense under head coach Vic Fangio by selecting defensive tackle Derek Brown. Number 16, Falcons are a team that is being talked about as a as a team that could really, you know, maybe make a big jump in in this draft. A big jump in this draft, maybe so. But again, I'm not going to mock any drafts in here, so I got them staying here. Corner C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson is the pick. And then the Cowboys also needing a corner. Uh, for their team. They also select a corner at number 17. A.J. Terrell is the answer there. Dolphins at number 18. They've got their quarterback in Tua. They need to provide some protection for him, so they go offensive tackle Joshua Jones. The Raiders are back on the clock at number 19, so they got their wide receiver, but they also need a corner. Jeff Gladney is a selection there. And then the Jaguars also need a corner. They need a lot of stuff, though, right? The Jaguars need a lot of players on here. But I got them going corner as well. Trevon Diggs is the selection at number 20. The Eagles, could they go wide receiver here? A lot of talk about, you know, they tried to trade Alshon Jeffrey. They had a lot of injuries last year. But I think they they know what their bread and butter is. It, It was that defense when they won that Super Bowl. And they get an inside linebacker, maybe the the safest pick in the draft. Kenneth Murray, the linebacker, is the selection for the Eagles here. Vikings, first of two picks. Uh, they need a corner. They need a wide receiver. Uh, they need some offensive ta- offensive line help. They lost a couple of corners this offseason. Xavier Rhodes and uh, Trey Wayne's going to Cincinnati there. So they go corner here. Jalen Johnson is the selection for the Vikings. Patriots. Now this is an interesting pick. Because they have a lot of holes, too. Could they go quarterback? Maybe Jordan Love? Could they go tight end? Could they go wide receiver as well? I think they'll go defense, though. And Patrick Queen is still on the board, and that's where I'm going to go with this pick because when I see Patrick Queen, I think of guys like Hightower and Van Noy who played with the, with the, with the Patriots, and Bill Belichick puts those guys that – that can play multiple spots in a defense and puts them in a position to succeed. Patrick Queen just seems like a Patriot. Seems like a perfect defensive player within that Patriots defense. So I'm going Patrick Queen uh, for the New England Patriots at number 23. 24, the Saints. A lot of people have them taking a wide receiver here, uh, even though they got Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, and they got Jared Cook over there. That would really make them lethal there. But I got them going with a corner here, especially now when you look at the division with – uh, with that Atlanta, we know Julio Jones, Tampa Bay, Evans, Tom Brady. So I got them going corner. Christian Fulton is the selection. Vikings back on the clock with uh, number 25. Uh, they traded Diggs in the offseason. So they might be looking for another wide receiver to pair up with Adam Thielen, given another weapon to Kirk Cousins. They are happy to see Justin Jefferson fall to them at number 25, the wide receiver from LSU. Yatura Gross Matos is the next selection for the Dolphins. They get a defensive player. They could go more offense here, but they need some uh, defensive help, uh, so they get their edge rusher there. And another edge rusher is selected with the Seattle Seahawks right behind them. Kalevan Chasen is a selection. 
Ravens now on the clock. They could use an edge rusher as well, defensive line help. But they're going to go linebacker from Wisconsin, Zach Bond. Zach Bond is the selection for the Baltimore Ravens. And then as we're getting closer to rounding out the first round, the Titans are on the clock. They lost an offensive lineman in the offseason there, uh, so they need another one. Austin Jackson is the selection to help uh, retool that offensive line. We know they want to they want to run the ball. They want to be a power running team. Uh, they kept Ryan Tannehill around too. They need to get some protection there. Austin Jackson is the selection. And for the Packers at number thirty, where could they go? Wide receiver, offensive line, defensive tackle, linebacker. I like this kid. I'm going wide receiver Jalen Rieger. I'll explain more in, in the Packers mock draft. Uh, and then at the 49ers at number 31, you know they lost uh, uh, they lost DeForest Buckner. So I think they go defensive tackle here with Ross Blacklock from TCU. So in the final pick with the Chiefs, they could go offensive line uh, to protect Patrick Mahomes, but I'm going to go linebacker. They need to improve that run defense there a little bit. Speedy linebacker who's climbing up in the uh, mock drafts, Jordan. Brooks is the final selection of the first round. So now it's time for my Packers seven-round mock draft. So you know the first pick. I'm going Jalen Rieger, wide receiver. Why him? I like him uh, as a guy that can line up in the slot. I like the fact that he is a special teams contributor. You can line him up up on the outside. But he was used as a as like a gadget wide receiver, and we saw a little bit of that with, uh, with Matt LaFleur and the Packers last year trying to get receivers involved in whether it was jet sweeps or anything like that. Jalen is a guy that can do that. He played with an awful quarterback in college. He gets to play with Aaron Rodgers. I'm excited to see Jalen involved in an offense like Green Bay's. He can do multiple different things within that offense. I think he's a perfect fit for Green Bay right there. Number two uh, with the 62nd overall pick in the second round. and I So I completed this mock on Sunday. Okay, I completed this mock on Sunday morning. And I just noticed yesterday... My second-round guy, he's finally getting talked about as a potential guy in the second round. Linebacker from Wyoming, Logan Wilson, is a three-down linebacker. He can cover uh, tight ends and running backs. He is a undervalued linebacker, maybe not anymore. I really like him as a guy that can play all three downs, can diagnose quickly, hit the hole hard, and help out in coverage. Logan Wilson, linebacker, Wyoming. Third round, 93rd overall. I'm looking for some more run uh, run defensive help. Going defensive tackle, Lakai Fodu, who is a kind of more of a prototypical nose tackle, a, a guy that's going to line up right in the middle. But I want a guy that can eat up some gaps. I want a guy that's going to eat up a couple of uh, uh, of tackles or, or guards in there, guard-center combination. So I want a guy that's going to be able to do that, help out in the run defense but fill those gaps for the linebackers to make some plays and help out and run support too. So I like Lakai there as the third-round pick for the Packers. Fourth round, 136th overall. I'm going running back. Darrington Evans, 
Why him? He's a zone, outside zone type of running back, a guy that can help out in the passing game too. He can provide a little bit of protection, but he is a guy that fits the outside so outside zone running scheme, which the Packers uh, currently run right now. And he's obviously, you know, maybe a potential backup pick in case the Packers are going to be looking for uh, some running backs next year if they don't keep Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. So I like Evans there as that fourth round option. Fifth round, uh, kind of another for for the same reasons as uh, as as Evans at running back. I'm going corner, Dane Jackson Pitt. He's a guy that uh, can play both man and zone, uh, so he he would be an option. Just you know to provide some depth a at that spot, um, you know because the the jury is still out on Josh Jackson. We don't know if the Packers are going to keep Kevin King next year. So I like Dane Jackson as a guy that you can bring in as a contributor on special teams now or maybe as that like a dime backer, if you will, fifth or sixth corner on your depth chart right now. But in the following year, he might be asked to do more. But he's a guy that can help out your team in special teams right now and provide some depth at that cornerback spot. Sixth round. Packers currently have three picks in a sixth round with the first one. 192nd overall, Jack Driscoll, tackle. Now, a lot of teams are probably going to take him off the board because he might not have the the best size. He, you know, he's not the biggest uh, lineman out there. But teams that run zone schemes that want a little bit of a quicker uh, offensive lineman to get out in space. That's what he fits, and what did we just say with the Packers with their outside zone, outside zone running scheme? Boom! That's why I think Jack Driscoll is a good fit for Green Bay. Uh, a, a, a little bit smaller of an offensive lineman, but a guy that can get out in space and move around with that outside zone running scheme. The second six-round pick, selection two hundred eight. Packers need a new fullback, but the Packers don't usually do that old-school fullback, right? Uh, Danny Vitale is with, uh, with the uh, uh, New England Patriots. So they need that, that wing back, that halfback. Tight end, Dalton Keene is a guy that can – he's kind of a Swiss Army knife. He's a guy that's played tight end in line, in the slot, on the outside. He's played fullback. He's played H-back. And also he's been, uh, you know, been able to uh, provide some extra protection for the quarterback. He can do multiple different things. This is a guy that fits what the Packers are trying to find from their fullback spot or their H-back spot, their halfback spot. Dalton Keene. I would love this pick for the Packers because I think he's more athletic than Danny Vitale. He can do more stuff in the passing game uh, than what Danny Vitale did, more of those wheel routes. Nothing against Danny Vitale. I, I like the guy a lot, but this is a guy that can do multiple different things. He's listed as a tight end, but... Packers would use him as a halfback option, wingback option. That's where he fits the best. I like Dalton Keene a lot, a lot, and I wouldn't be wouldn't be mad if they drafted him just a little bit earlier too. To be honest with you, uh, in their final six round pick, they get a quarterback. They get a quarterback. I'm going with Jake Lutton. Jake Lutton, Oregon State, and he's a bigger quarterback, around six five, six six around there. The thing that I like the most about him is he takes care of the ball. If you read a lot of his scouting reports or if you watch a lot of film on him, the first name that comes out is Aaron Rodgers. And he doesn't play like you know, he doesn't have the talent of Aaron Rodgers. But the way he values keeping the football and not turning it over 
is very Aaron Rodgers-esque. He could use some work on that deep throw, uh, on the deep passing game, but this is a guy that you're bringing in to kind of, you know, bring up and learn from. But he's already very careful with the football, and that's very reminiscent of Aaron Rodgers. So uh, I like Jake Lutton as a guy in the sixth round that the Packers can bring in and kind of maybe build up and see what they have there. And then with the final two picks in the seventh round, I'm going safety Daniel Thomas. And why I like him, He reading stuff about him and watching some of his film, the name that came to me was Ibrahim Campbell, uh, the the safety for for the Packers uh, the last couple of years that uh, Mike Pettin really likes. He's that dime backer. He's a safety that kind of plays in the box like that linebacker safety combination. That's where Daniel Thomas best fits in that type of role. So if the Packers uh, they want to look for for that kind of dime backer, that that safety linebacker type of guy. Daniel Thomas is a guy that can fit that role for Green Bay, and I think Mike Pettin likes those type of safeties, and that's where Daniel Thomas can can help out the green and gold. And with their final selection in the, in the seventh round, they're going with another wide receiver, Tyler Simmons. Tyler Simmons is a speedster. He uh, has a potential to help out the Packers mostly as as like a gunner uh, on special teams. Maybe he can uh, try his hand out uh, in the return game here or there, but he is a speedster wide receiver. Uh, maybe could develop uh, in, into something a little bit later on. But right now, if he were to be drafted in the seventh round, the best way for him to make that team is to be that gunner and really help out that special teams unit for the Green Bay Packers. All right, so that's it. That's my first-round mock draft. That's my seven-round Packers mock draft. Argue with it. Disagree with it. Love it. We all know the draft is a crapshoot, right? But... We're all excited for it. I love the draft. It's one of my favorite sports events in the entire year. Looking forward to it. Hey, I appreciate all of you taking a listen to this and listening to me rambling off my my uh, mock drafts here. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. I'm Dan Casper. This is the Man Cave Football Podcast. Please don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. We're available on every popular podcasting platform itunes stitcher spotify google you name it invite your friends to it like it rate it so other uh other uh, football fans can find this podcast as well continue to stay safe and healthy out there everybody enjoy the draft i'm dan casper